I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did, did you it? hear what Dumois, Dumois said? Dumois. Who is it? Oh, can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time Sunday ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. I just DM'd Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about I on Dumois. I need more. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking to return guest and celebrity psychic medium, Jonathan Mark. We're getting into some famous true crime cases and then later, we're getting into some celebrity topics of the week, like Irina Shake and Bradley Cooper, Cyrus family drama, a One Tree Hill blind item, and Britney Spears. Let's get started. Want more from delivery? You can get it with Dash Pass by DoorDash. Looking to save on delivery? Dash Pass is your door to $0 delivery fees and more on DoorDash. I'm obsessed with DoorDash, aren't I, Ferris? You love <laughs> nothing more than a DoorDash day. I can save money on delivery and have everything I'm craving delivered right to my door. Speaking of cravings, the last time we ordered, what did we get, Ferris? You well, were here. You were like, I need a burger and fries. I just need a burger. Where should I order from? And I was like, well, what about the diner? And you said, oh, yeah. I'll yeah. just door dash it. Yeah. So that, that's exactly what happened. We did. And you were like, are you going to eat anything? And I'm like, no, no, no. And then I literally had the worst day and ate all of your fries. You did. Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get anything in your area delivered to your door, helping you save money and time with every door dash order. With $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on eligible orders, Dash Pass makes it easy to save on restaurants, groceries, retail items, and all your local favorites that deliver on DoorDash. Dash Pass pays for itself in two orders on average, making delivery even more worth it. Plus, Dash Pass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and member-only menu items, all for only $9.99 a month. Get more from delivery for less. Sign up for Dash Pass today, only on DoorDash. Use code DOYOU and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Subject to change, terms apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This week, we have Jonathan Mark, who was supposed to be with us last week, but I think he had a case of the paranormal flu. (laughs) 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 So... (laughs) What does that even mean? I never heard that. That was amazing. I don't don't know, but I... That's cute. 
it's I cute. Think I, I have feel paranormal like flu right now. I'm feeling a little under the weather, so excuse excuse my voice. <laughs> um, but Jonathan was sick last week, so he was able to join us this week. Welcome. For those of you who aren't familiar, this is Jonathan's third appearance on Do You. Jonathan is a celebrity psychic medium. You use your gift to provide closure to families affected by tragedy, and you help out law enforcement with major cold cases, which I think is what we've always talked about in the past. And I feel like yep. that's something that really, really interests people. So yep. um, how are you? First of all, are you feeling better? Yeah, I'm doing better. The paranormal flu really <laughs> got to me. So it really, uh, <laughs> you could hear it in my voice. It's like still so like messed up, like horse and stuff, but yeah, to stay in there, but I'm feeling a lot better. Thank you. Okay. Um, well, thank you for joining us. I knew you were really sick and I knew you weren't faking it because you were um promoting the episode, being a guest on the podcast, and I was I got the call like an hour before and then and she was like, Jonathan's sick, and I was like, Oh no. Um yeah. I was concerned. But I'm gl- thank you for being here this week, even though you're still feeling under the weather. Does well, that affect any of your powers when you're not feeling a hundred percent? I'm be- no, this is a this is a serious question now. Um, it just makes me more tired when I do readings because like doing readings in general just like drains me. So like it just amplifies it times like 10. So I get even more sick. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I hope that this episode doesn't do a number on you. No, I because hope not we are, too. <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about some heavy things. Yep. You know, I I took it to the people and I yep. asked them what they wanted to know about, what cases they wanted to know about. Yeah. And we tried to compile a list based on the uh, most popular responses. So yeah. if you are listening to this episode and your case wasn't asked about, I just want everyone to know how we came up with this list. I also threw in a couple things um, that I was personally interested in that maybe wasn't as popular as some of the other answers. So let's get started. Sure. Ferris, what's our first case? Okay. Yes. So our first case is going to be the Gilgo Beach murders, which is the Long Island murderer. So a little bit of context and background just for some listeners. Um, The Gilgo Beach serial killings, there are a series of killings between 96 and 2011. Um, where the remains of 11 people were found in Gilgo Beach, which is located on the south shore of Long Island in New York. And most of the known victims were sex workers, and they were all advertised on Craigslist, I believe. Um, And that's the background of the case for anyone who doesn't (laughs) know. you said that you worked on this case, correct, Jonathan? Yeah, I've been on it since 2017. I've been reaching out. What? 2017? Yeah. It's a long time. uh, this I, I've been silent on it. I posted like one text from Ray Tierney, the DA. Um, he's the DA that's taking over this case. And he thanked me and saying like, it was a great day for our, our task force. And um, so I was on it on the original task force. And then there was a period of time where they, where Ray took over and it was like a year or two year gap. And then Ray was the lead person. So I've been on it and speaking about talking with like FBI agents that were on it on the East Coast since, yeah, 2017 about. Okay, now it should be noted, I read this. I think that the first sheriff or the first police officer or detective that was assigned to the case was actually 
I don't know if he was arrested or found guilty. Yeah. Of, of some shady sexual business. So that's why the police officer you're referring to took over and the case gained traction because it was dead for so long. Now, I think people were asking about this case because in July, this past summer, a suspect was arrested. Yeah, correct. Did did you have anything to do with that? Can you talk about that? Um, yes, I definitely said some stuff to them. But the I was I try to tell people I'm a very small piece to a large puzzle. They were pacing him for about eight months. They knew it was him for quite some time or had substantial evidence to indicate that it was him. And as people know now, they saw the video of him eating a piece of pizza with the crust, throwing it in the garbage, and then an undercover sprinting over and grabbing it and grabbing the crust for the DNA to match with the bodies. And they called me the, um, the week before and was saying that they are gathering this evidence and they're going to be making an arrest soon. And then I go to sleep, like, I think it was a Wednesday night or something. And I get calls at 3 and 4 a.m. from people that are involved saying that they're making the arrest. They're That they're arresting him before he gets on the train to go to work. And the craziest backstory, which I haven't told anyone, my grandfather lived about three houses away from Rex. And there's baby pictures of me in front of my grandfather's house with Rex's red house in the background of like these pictures of me being like a kid. So my grandfather knew, yeah, Rex's father, because he bought the house from Rex. Um, He bought the house from his father. Rex bought it from his father. So yeah, it's just like, it's been a really crazy thing. I've been on it for quite some time and I'm happy I can like talk about it a little bit. So Rex, for those of you who aren't familiar, is linked to four of the 11 murders allegedly he murdered four of the 11 victims well, well i think three, and then there's a three i one. think is is that correct yeah. jonathan yeah right that, that is correct yeah now this could just be totally your opinion or it could be like i don't know if you tapped into any of the victims if you were able to tap into them is that how you got information i'm assuming yeah i read some of the victims families yeah are you allowed to say which families you spoke with probably not no not right now okay but- but one did come out and say that she spoke to a medium. So, like, I'm, I'm not sure if, but she didn't put the names in and stuff. So I'm not sure. But I spoke to two of the, two families, three families of theirs. And just to give context to other people, too, like, I mean, they're tracing murders from him from, like, back from, like, the 80s and stuff. So, like, it's going to go further and further back. We're just cl- like people are just seeing the murders at Gilligo Beach right now, like like currently because of the bodies and stuff. But there is a lot of reason to believe that there's other. Like unfortunate like murders that have happened dating back from like the 80s. And so my, stuff. Well, yeah. my question to you is, do you think in your opinion or if anyone that you tapped into was able to answer this question that he is actually responsible for all 11 victims, but they're only able to link him to four at this time. Do you think there's another suspect is my question? um, Because there was, there was someone else. Sorry to interrupt. There was someone else. Yeah. Burke. And they were looking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, um, so I, from when I tapped in, it was just for the victim 
but from learning evidence and stuff like there's many more so like including those that plus the four but they also do believe that there is a copycat killer or another killer or someone else involved so as time is going to go on soon which is like what we're seeing now there's going to be more influential people that are law enforcement and government related that were involved in this type of like like crime and stuff. Do you think that um, Gilgo Beach is just a popular place to dump bodies and that's why so many bodies were found in that area? So I live on Long Island and I live like 20 minutes away from Gilgo Beach and I surf there religiously and it's a um, I, I think because Rex or you know when when the killings were happening it was just an easier place to put it because it is kind of remote the uh, Gilgo Beach, like you have to go down and like, cause there's like Robert Moses, Jones Beach, and they're all like relatively like near each other. Um, but yes, I think it's because there was a house there that everyone was at and it was a remote place on a beach and that's where everything kind of happened. But there's also things at Rex's house that they uncover too. So there's like a lot of thing, like a lot of moving parts to this. What do you mean a house there that everyone was at? So there was a, so there was like, um, like I, I don't know how like gross I can get. Like, I don't get, get... you can, you can get gross. Let's just, let's just give a trigger warning Um, right now. If there are any people listening who have sensitivities to hearing about murder, maybe you turn off the podcast at this point. So there was a doctor who was involved, um, I, I don't want to, I mean, I'm sure his name is public, but I, I, I won't say his name, but he was hosting these orgy parties and he was hosting them. And these women that were prostitutes on like Craigslist and stuff would go there. And his house was at Gilgo beach. And a lot of like the people that are now being like, like suspects and stuff were all in that house for that orgy, like those orgy parties and stuff. They would like, the people that were law enforcement that are being, you know, like a suspect, they were seen going to that house and doing stuff. So that's I I also think that's a big part of the reason why there was connections to Gilgo Beach, why they would dump the bodies, because there was orgy parties. And then, you know, they all knew each other. Like a lot of these people were like state workers that maybe didn't work all in law enforcement, but worked for the state in different ways. And they all knew each other and Long Island kind of is a small place. Like everyone could potentially like know people like very similar people. So there's just like a lot of moving parts that I will be coming out soon about like poker nights and things like that. So so that's independent of Rex being an alleged murderer. Correct. Okay. So this case is very layered because when I was reading it, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of people involved because there are so many victims. Right. Um, So it was kind of like hard to follow. I do have one more question. I want to ask you about Shannon, Shannon Gilbert. She was um, the first victim. She placed a 911 call and said they are trying to kill me. Yep. Now that now that you're telling me about this poker party, I'm thinking I, I was going to ask you if Rex's wife was involved because I know she was being looked at. But now I'm wondering if Shannon was at these orgy parties and co- made the 911 call from there. Yeah. So like a lot of the stuff that will be coming out, which I'm sure some people know that are like locals to like Long Island or the New York area, 
um, there was like burner phones that were found and there were all the victims on it. And Shannon was one of them. Like that would that, like one of, I, I think it was Shannon. The last place she was seen was like that hotel. And then when they left, it was the last ping from the phone was right outside that Gilgo house that was hosted and i'm pretty sure that is public right now and if it's not it definitely will be soon because these are all just like key things but like kind of like you said like it's so layered like this like case that it goes honestly from like a serial killer to like police corruption to sex workers to like like a sex ring to like all this stuff like it's a very layered case that's why it took so long to get all this evidence and to like really pin it on one person. But I'm sure like you and like many people know, like Rex has a storage unit in South Carolina in Florida has a house in Vegas. Like he has all these like really random places that people just don't really understand why he would have storage units in certain places in a house in Vegas and how there's just like a lot of things that will be uncovered soon that I'm sure will be public. So not only, like you said, is there a police corruption aspect to this? There also is an actual serial killer. Yep. It yeah. sounds like that mm-hmm. is involved. Um, when we're discussing this right now, are you or is anyone that you've tapped into prior, like coming forward and speaking to you because um, you're speaking about it? Does that ever happen? Sometimes, I guess, like, because I've been so close to it that, like, I can't tell whether they're coming through or if it's something that I recently spoke about, right? Like it's, it, it gets a little foggy with it right, right now, because I literally just had phone calls about this case with people. So it, it's like a very weird line, but yeah, I mean, they do come through and they're trying, like a lot of them will come through and I guess try to give me details, not about the murder per se, but more so about what like led up to it because they're more, interested in like what happened before where they were and what and like what transpired in that time period because unfortunately the murders like the murder i guess which is like horrible but they want to know like those key information pieces of the the like lapsed time that they just don't know and that's what i've been like talking to with people about when you say talking to with people you mean tapping into the people who are deceased or yes. yeah yeah and then like okay. relaying the information to like law enforcement now was rex actually having sex with these women and then murdering them or was he just contacting them under the guise of wanting to have sex and then murdering them because that was an easy way to access someone so i think that he went after these women because they were vulnerable and it's it's sad to say but you know, like drug addicts and people are typically at a very low point in their life. And I think he, yes, he probably had sex with them based on like information from like that whole thing of like the sex parties and stuff. And I think that he went after very vulnerable women that like were at a very low point in their life and they resorted to doing what they did. And he felt like it was just easy for him to do like without, it's like hard to say because i don't want to sound like bad like you don't want to sound insensitive yeah right like i don't want to sound sensitive at all but he definitely targeted vulnerable women that were at a very low point in their life like that resorted to do things that maybe they didn't want to do 
and they had to do it for money and to put food on the table and things like that. So I think he's a little bit of like a coward, um, but it's, you know, I don't want to sound insensitive. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to be very careful with how I say it and stuff. And he's also like, a, I don't know if you guys saw pictures. He's a huge guy. Yeah. Like he's, I did, I did, he's yeah. huge. He's like six, five, six, six. Like people were telling me when they transported him from the house to like the um, precinct and stuff, he was disgusting, like doing really gross stuff in the, in the car and everything. Like what, what do you mean? Like saying like, dirty he was things? like, he was just like, it sounds gross, but he was like, like farting on purpose, oh. like, like trying to make things uncomfortable. Like, it was really weird. They were telling me like it was a very weird and yes, like he has to be a weird person to do what he did. But they were saying it was very, very weird, like what he was doing. Do you think his wife is somehow involved? It's so tricky. I, I would assume no, because they found strands of her hair on like other pieces of like information like. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't want to like assume any or like Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. I, no, it's fair. I just think that the thought process is if he's been doing this for so long, how could she not yes. have any idea? A hundred percent. And and her rebuttal to it, because like there has been that stuff, is she goes away back to where she like her family is, like once a month or once every two months. Like she's always going back to her her home country. And they think like that's when he was doing it, but it's like I I don't even know. Like I I, it's weird. Yeah, I read about that too, and that's what really interested me. And I mean, it it could be just what she does, yeah. but doesn't that seem a little odd yeah. to you that you like ev like so habitually every yeah. single month you go away and bring 100%. and bring the children? And, like I'm sure people know this too, but like another like gut punch to like the um dna evidence like the daughter did like a 23 and me and like the dna matched from that to like a couple things so it was like the pizza crust the 23 and me and then all this other like things that i'm sure will come out and people are always just like exactly what you just said like it is a little strange that once a month or once every two months you're going back to where your family is religiously for 30 years like and not and it is a religious thing so they i know that she's doing an interview um today at because um newsday wanted to do something with me and they reached out saying like they're doing an interview with her um and they wanted to have both of us like kind of like on the same thing so she's getting out there and talking about it it's like it would be so weird if she did know and she's coming out and doing all this new stuff or press for it or whatever People are so, weird, though. People like I sociopaths know. and psychopaths. I mean, I'm sure you know. Yeah, no, I agree. I, that would just be like a wild move, like crazy. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's such a layered case. And now people are starting to see the police corruption side of things with this involvement. It's like it's going to get crazy. Well, thank you for sharing a little bit of your process with no, us no because i know yeah, sometimes course. you can't talk about cases if you're in the middle of it let's yep. let, let's switch gears a little bit sure and sure. see if you can tap into a cold case sure ferris yeah this one gives me goosebumps um madeline mccann that name's i feel like i've heard this 
one before. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I've heard this. She... I just, I just want to say, I just want to say before you continue that th- you know there are naysayers out there. If you, yeah. if you're a naysayer, that's fine. You don't have to believe in, um, you know, being able to connect with um the dead. But I just want to give that little disclaimer because on past episodes you have shared things that you were able to tap into while we were recording the episode so yeah 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 that's why i've been like really careful about doing that stuff because there's the people that come out and like you know the naysayers yeah you know, but but and, fine and if you're stuff. a naysayer fine i'm not a naysayer or else i wouldn't have had you on this episode right um i have been interested in the paranormal like my whole life in fact i i strongly believe the house i grew up in was haunted um so with that being said, can you tap into anything? She's so just like I, I want she's the young girl, right? Like the very young tiny girl that was um that was like kidnapped or that or or from the UK, mm-hmm. right? It happened in the UK, I wanna yes. say. No, okay. she's from the U she's from the Related UK. to, yeah. Okay, so I, I just want to make sure because I, I I do vaguely remember this one. Um, okay. um it seems like the death she keeps pointing towards like when a little girl points to the people that are supposed to be protectors, it's typically family and that it seems like it wasn't, it wasn't a purpose death. I could tell when there's like a murder or something is done purposely. It kind of looks like it was an accident that I guess you could say the family wanted to, I, I don't know if the word is like protect, cover up, do something, but it kind of looks like that. Cause she keeps saying it was a death that was, do within the like a like a family setting. Oh, my okay, body okay. just got hot and cold. Ba- okay. so what? Back up. Yeah. What? Yeah. Let me just ask you a question. Okay, yeah. I'm not going to tell you how old she was, but she yeah. was very young when she disappeared. So in these instances, she looks when tiny. The, she looks tiny. Okay. Um, in these instances, how does someone like that communicate with you? Like you said, pointing and whatnot. So I, I go through when I do readings, kind of like screenshots or imagery in my head. And when someone comes through like mm-hmm. very small, it means it's a child, like an actual, like maybe four, five, I don't even know, but something tiny, not, not like a teenager or anything mm-hmm. like that. And the, what they put, what like she put in my head is pointing to, like they she she put my family in front of me to show like where I feel the most comfortable it's with my family and that the death wasn't done purposely like there was like mom dad whoever didn't kill her purpose or something that happened purposely but they wanted to protect their own like it's a really weird thing mm-hmm. to kind of relate to but it's like Brian Laundry, right the family tried to protect their own like that's what Brian Laundry's parents did, the Gabby Petito case. And it's like a very similar thing that I was seeing. So that's kind of how it, it was come through. But it, it wasn't shown. It was a perp like like the death was done in a like a purposeful like way. It was done. It seems very accidental. Doesn't seem like that at all. Because it seems when I when I say impact and like passing and stuff, it just means like it was a very fast death like it It was a fast death yeah it just seems like it was like as if like an like an accident happened whether someone i don't know it's like it's like hard to explain because it just looks like it was it was an accident it doesn't look like something was done purposely 
I don't know how to explain it. Are you getting anything? And this is a little bit graphic. Another trigger warning. If um, this is hard for people to hear, are you getting anything about how her body was disposed? Assuming she's dead, there has been reports that people think that she's still alive somewhere. Oh, uh, I. She's dead. She looks, is what you're saying. She looks pretty passed away to me. Um, okay. Which is on. Bef- how can you tell that? Because if Just they're curious. coming through, then they're dead. You know, <laughs> you know like. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> well no no people literally ask me that all the time i'm like you know if someone's alive they're not gonna like another family member that has passed away will come through to describe the living person to like help me with stuff but if someone is coming through to me like fully like this yeah then it means, like, unfortunately right. they uh, passed away um i'm not really seeing anything about like how the body was dismantled or anything like that Okay, so I just don't really look for that stuff because it just feels like it would be graphic as, as well, like a, there's a reason I'm asking this because the parents were suspected to be involved. Oh. Well, there's been a lot of different theories, but the parents were suspected to be involved um, and that her death was accidental. And oh, it was. Okay. Well, no, this wasn't. Well, well, they're suspecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. There's speculation of that. Right. I think I had read at the time because this happened in 2007, by the way. Oh, I don't even. Yeah, it happened a while ago. Yeah. Um, I, I remember at the time reading that maybe perhaps they had given her something to sleep like Benadryl and they gave her too much. And that's and that's how maybe she died. Um, but then, you know, there are there are other sp- suspects that have come up in 2020. Um, there was a suspect in Germany that came up. So it's, uh, you know, it's a cold case. It's not it hasn't been. Yeah. Yeah. It, it seems it seems fairly accidental to my opinion. But it also seems like and I'm, I'm you know, yeah, it just seems accidental is the word I want to use. OK. OK. I mean, kind of like John Bonet, because I remember when I asked you about John Bonet, you didn't even really know who John Bonet was. Because I know it, I know. And then after, I got like crucified. They're like, you do these cases, <laughs> and they're like, you don't know John Bonet Ramsey. I'm like, <sighs> I stay away from this stuff because literally, that's all I do a lot now. Unfortunately, it's like these cold cases. So I'm like, God forbid, one of the family members reach out to me. For this i don't want to be clouded with like all these people giving me these theories then my readings and these theories get like mingled together then i get screwed like trying to help people so i try to stay so far away from this stuff but i got crucified like absolutely crucified so yeah now i, I know imagine. but now yeah. i've been like like i was crucified which was well, like horrible i think we also talked about when it happened you were probably very young when it actually yeah. happened so you wouldn't have heard about it maybe in the yeah. news when when did it happen john benet ramsey was murdered in 1996 oh yeah i was four four years old so i had i wouldn't know what was going on right um but similar to when we discussed that case i think that you had said and i'll repeat this because this was something that you said that gave me chills I don't know if you remember, but you had said that she was standing separate from her mother because mm-hmm. her mother had also passed because. Yep. Yeah. Her mother, I think, since 
the time of her death has been, or maybe at the time of her death was a suspect. Yeah, she still is. So that was just indicate to me that I'm not saying the mother did it, but the mother knew a lot about the death. Right. If that makes sense. So like, so like typically what, when the, when they don't stand together, it just shows me that, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's great, you know, by any means, because a mother daughter, typically, if they both passed, unfortunately, they're side by side with each other. And now granted, when you do pass away, like you make amends with all that stuff. But when it comes to like this, I think what they're trying to what it's trying to be signified to me is that they're either the mom knew something or and wasn't being truthful at the time or something. So they're trying to show like there is a clear separation when it when it is regards to like her. So like John Bonet is pissed, basically. At yeah. her mom. Uh, uh, she's probably <laughs> not put thrilled. It's one way to put it. She's thrilled. But, uh. um, okay, let's move on to the next case, something that was widely discussed on TikTok sure. particularly. Ferris. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So this is all oh about the God, Idaho yeah. murders. Yeah. I, Did you? I, you worked on that case. A little bit. Yeah. I I got called on to it, and uh, I did I did like one reading, and then one of the people on the case called me and just to let me know that if the person wanted to get a hold of me, essentially, like to to see me that they could like they could make a drive to see me very similar to like Rex right if Rex could drive 20 minutes he was saying that this person is a wild card and that if you know that if he because there was a someone's parent I, I don't want to say names but I'm sure people okay know, right that was like kind of I guess annoyed with the police so they kept doing these interviews and telling the news what the police were telling them. So like he, the parents kept going and speaking publicly when the police were like, can you please like not speak about this? Like this is like important stuff. Like we're trying to figure things out. This, this pair of parents kept doing it. So he called me saying like, if this person found out they could drive to you and whatever. And this, and he's a wild card. So it turns out that I found out that he's from Philly or in that area. And if he drove to me, it's like a two hour drive. And he, from what I was told about this individual, um, he's a pretty smart person. He's pretty, pretty smart. He's pretty, uh, um, I don't know. It's, it's so weird to say, but it, I heard he's like very intelligent, like a okay. very intelligent person. Are you talking about Brian Koberger? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, you just didn't want to say his name. That's that's fair. So basically yeah. what you're saying is you were giving a reading to one of the parents of the deceased victims and you were warned about Brian. So I was giving a reading, yes, but it well, it wasn't one of the parents. I I, I, I was reading one of the law enforcement people who were involved in it just to okay. see if I can get something. Because it was in the very beginning. It was like a couple days after. It was oh, like okay. right, it was like right after. And I got some stuff, but nothing of like, you know, substance, I guess. But a week went by and they called me back saying like, hey, full disclosure, like told me that this person is very smart, very intelligent and like lives pretty close to you. And there's a parent 
like a set of parents that are going rogue that are basically because rightfully so they're extremely upset they want answers they want everything and the police are giving them only 50 percent because it's so public so they're afraid that if they tell them everything it's gonna like th these these parents are gonna go and and like tell everyone so i i was given the opportunity to like either work on it or not work on it and after speaking to them i got a little spooked with this one based on like what they were telling me about this about brian Col Kohlberger, and um i just uh did not want to be a part of it at all like it was quite crazy okay so for those of you that don't know about the idaho murders um ferris why don't you just give a little recap Sure. So it was very early in the morning on November 13th in 2022. Uh, four University of Idaho students were fatally stabbed. Um, and it was an off-campus residence and it was in Moscow, Idaho. That's where the university was. And there were three female victims and one male victim. The male victim was boyfriend to one of the female victims who was sleeping over that night. And then there were two other female roommates who also lived at the house and they were not. Now, attacked. let me ask you, because this has also been widely speculated by the online detectives on TikTok. <laughs> to <Yeah. you> th <laughs> and I don't th I don't think this is true. I just want your opinion. I yeah. the, the two surviving female roommates didn't have anything to do with this, correct? Oh, no, no. Yeah, because I I heard from, again, like like law enforcement, like one is like extremely traumatized. I'm sure they both are. And then one, I, so they both are traumatized, but one was more vocal about trying to like tell like what they saw and what happened. And I guess because they both were so traumatized, like they, the one who was more vocal, like couldn't like piece together, like exactly like the events, but were, was able to place like what the person looked like, what Brian looked like. So it's, yeah, I don't think they were involved at all. From what okay. I heard on the back end, like they seem to be really messed up still. I, I guess like, involved was the wrong word. I should I should have rephrased. I don't think they were involved. I think that people blamed them for oh, yeah. not yeah, doing yeah. something at the time when they saw him walking through the house. And if you guys don't know that part of the story, the two remaining victims, one of them opened the door to her bedroom and saw Brian. Brian passed her in the hallway. Yep. Um, and walked out after the murders through the kitchen out the door. So I, I, I want to rephrase. I don't mean they were involved. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I, yeah. Yeah. No, I think they were so afraid to even say anything. Like, I I think they were just kind of what, what I was told is like traumatized. I think they right. were just traumatized. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think people also think too, right? It's just like a rumor that there was another person there, like another male or something. I didn't like hear they, that one. Yeah, someone, because these TikTok detectives, which you're right, they right. have all these theories, and it comes up on my For You page, and it's like, they're saying all this stuff, and I'm like, wait a minute, what? Like, there's another person? I'm like, that makes no sense. But, yeah, no, I don't think there was another person if people think that, from what I was told. Like, it doesn't seem like that. It seems like this, it's so weird, but, like, this dude was just a very crazy person is the word i want to use like yeah getting a phd a phd in this like stuff in the crime and the criminal stuff and all that is 
is crazy to me. Absolutely crazy to me. Can you tell us which one of the victims you were able to tap into? I don't know if the parent, like, if they want me to. Okay, that's totally fine. Like, I just want to be, like, respectful until, like, because the trial's coming up in the fall, right? Yeah. But, um, so, like, once that stuff, because mm-hmm. I literally, coincidentally enough, like, the day after Rex got arrested, I got the green light. Like, it, it's crazy because I'm only saying this because it just referenced this. Like, I can talk about Gabby's case now because I right. never was really, like, allowed to. And then I literally, a day later got the A-OK to speak to Gabby's mom and we FaceTimed and posted it and like sharing that. So like it took years for that. So like, I, I don't know what's going to happen with this one. Can you tell us anything that the person you were able to tap into disclosed to you? Like about like the night that, that yeah. happened? Yeah. Um, I'm only, mm-hmm. I'll say this, that, two things I'll say and I'm going to keep it vague and people could put the pieces together and I'm referencing by saying that it's vague on purpose because I don't want people to be like he's not specific it's like obviously not trying to get in trouble right but one they've came in contact with him before like they've spoken to him before wasn't a random thing two it was when I was doing it it was the most gruesome thing I've ever like had to tap into describing the murder like do, it was do they was, show you do they show was, you oh like so, what happened kind of like how does that work so like when i do these murders like like they wanted a lot of times if, if it's like an unsolved case or things like that they want to know was it like did they inject someone with like heroin to make it look like an overdose did they did someone shoot them did they shoot themselves was like you know all these things but when I tapped in to do this, like a very quick one, like I said, like very quick reading, it was like knife and blood everywhere. Like in my, it, it was like a horror movie in my head. That's how it was referenced to me. Like what people see in movies with blood, like seeping out of windows and seeping out of the doors and on the walls. Like that's, oh that was presented to me in my head when I was tapping in. So it was one of the, one of the more gruesome ones probably probably like the top two that I've ever like had to deal with. That had to be also part of your decision. I'm sure it was, it was a huge, it was a huge part because when I saw and when they gave me details after I said it about it, about the death, I was like, that is freaky. Like, I'm like, I don't want this. Like, you know, I was like, I want to stay far, far away. Like it was, it was bad. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing with us. Of course. What you can. Last time we spoke, I know you weren't able to say anything. Yeah, because, no, because yeah. that was a decision time. I was like, am I going to do it or am I not going right. to do it? It was like right in the midst of it. And then I decided, I'm like, no way. Like, I, I'm i a wuss. I'm like, no way. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I am too. Just listening to all this. I'm sitting here like. I'm like, I'm I a ginormous wuss. I'm imagine. like, I can't do it. So I'm like. I'm like, this is too much for me. And I talk oh. about death every single day. So it's right. like, for that to be too much for me was was a lot. So Wow. Let's switch gears and yeah. talk about a celebrity death. When you look at bags of dog food, you see pictures of bright carrots and juicy steaks. But when you open the bag, all you get are burnt 
smelly pellets. Dog food needs some fresh thinking. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy. Dogs will eat anything. Just because they'll eat it, does it mean it's healthy food? This is why I love Farmer's Dog. It's real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. Just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized, vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. We have partnered with Farmer's Dog for a while and have stayed loyal because of the Farmer's Dog commitment to quality always. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash D-E-U-X-U. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash do you. Natalie Wood, she was an actress. Have you ever yeah. heard of her? I've heard about the death, yeah. Oh, you I, have? I, yeah. Are you able to tap into Natalie Wood? So it's hard because I would need to read someone from her family to get like the specifics of it. But for me, just loosely tapping into it, it, it just, I don't know if she was like an addict of sorts, but it's kind of what it comes across to me of like a um someone who maybe drank too much did something too much and resulted in a in a death not from like inject like it just seems like part of how they passed was due to a substance okay do you know how she passed i'm pretty sure she drowned right yeah okay i didn't yeah, I wanted yeah. to see if you know yeah, yeah. i i want to be honest with people like there's some things that i do know and some cases that i don't know and i know this because my mom knew that like liked natalie wood so right so she died yeah. in in uh 1981 yeah at the age of 43 during the making of a movie and wow. she was on a weekend boat trip to San- uh to santa catalina island with her husband robert wagner so i think obviously he was a suspect i'm sure at the time a hundred percent probably. Yeah. If he was with her, like last to be seen. Yeah. But do you think it was accidental? Yeah, I do. I think having, you know, I, I, I would need to read someone to get like, like it within the case or within the family to get like the really specific stuff, but just loosely tapping in, I guess, um, seems accidental. Yeah. In 2011, the case was reopened because oh, the, the captain um, publicly stated that he had lied to police during the initial investigation mm-hmm. and that Natalie Wood and her husband had an argument um, that evening. Also, very randomly, Christopher Walken was who's an actor. Oh, my God. Really? Was also on the boat. He was on the boat also. So um, the captain is alleging that Wood had been flirting with Walken and that Wagner got jealous and enraged. Really? I see it's just her uh-huh. just just whether she was drinking or doing something and just fell overboard. You know. Yeah, but like if I read someone that's like involved like it could be something similar but then like more details about like the fight and what happened prior to the fight and things like that cuz that's 
but that's kind of crazy. But yes. my mom would be kind of stoked to hear that I'm talking about Natalie. Right <laughs> <now>. So like, <laughs> yeah. um, okay. Another celebrity death, Brittany Murphy. I'm sure you're familiar. I think so. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't judge me. Um, the girl next door. No, <laughs> oh. no, that, that's, um, I think Sorry. that's Alicia Cuthbert. Um, uh, I think, no, she was in Clueless. Did you see Clueless? No. Okay, that's fine. Well, she passed away oh, in no. 2009. Um, can you get anything? Can you tap into anything? Did she have a drug issue or something? Do you know? It wasn't confirmed, but it was implied. Because I'm when someone, and again, this is like loosely based on just like talking about without talking to anyone. When someone drops pills in front of my feet, it just shows that it someone definitely took a lot of drugs or someone was an addict of sorts or did stuff like that like frequently and often so that's like what i really could get with that did people think it was like um a boyfriend or something yeah because she's saying it's not necessary mm -hmm. like she's pointing to like a significant other but she's saying it's it's not in not in full result of him yeah like, he, I yeah I, um, I think he provided some things and did some things that were not great from what she's showing to me, but it wasn't in full result of him. But I don't, but she keeps, I don't know. It's weird. Wait, what, wanna... let me just ask you, like you're seeing her. What, what do you like? Can you describe what, what she looks like that you're seeing? Uh, um, It's just like, um, I mean, I don't know, like a very typical, like blonde hair, blue eye person. um, And, but like the way they come through is kind of like an aura to me, but like, so it's kind of like if a light is hitting, like the sunlight's hitting a wall and you see like the light or like the outline of that, that's kind of what I see. But she's pointing to like a significant other in my head and saying either he was questioned, but he was, I don't know. She keeps pointing at him. So I don't really Well, know. that sounds like she's blaming him. I don't know if she's blaming him. I think like he was there when she died or he was at or had like a significant like part of like the maybe drugs and stuff and i yeah i just think he was either there or was a significant part of the drugs and stuff well he died shortly oh, after really? her yeah yeah she's just pointing at a significant other saying like he was um he was like there and like had a pretty big part in drugs and stuff and didn't seem like he was a fantastic human if I'm being honest. Why do you think she's... that? Because she stayed, she was married to him. She was with him. So. Yeah. I think a lot of people marry people then like true colors or dating true colors come out. And some people are, you know, are afraid to leave or whatever the case may be. And I'm not saying that's the case, but I don't know if he was like the most upstanding citizen of society, like being like a very good person. But it seems like he, when it just seems like, you know, there's there was drugs and things involved and you know that he was definitely involved in the drugs and things and all that stuff too so okay well the coroner's office in a report issued in february of 2010 said that the manner of death was accidental and that the cause of death was pneumonia with secondary factors of severe iron deficiency anemia and multiple drug intoxication so that's what they ruled it but 
her husband, yes, the finger was pointed at him when she died, but then he died a couple months later. So people, wild speculation that maybe the house was poisoned, like if there was some mold in the house or something like that. And funny enough that the house they lived in was previously lived in by Britney Spears. I don't know. Oh my God, that's weird. If people know that. That's weird. Super weird connection. (laughs) But I didn't know that either. People thought maybe it was something with the house. People thought maybe it was something that the husband was involved in, like you're saying he was not a great guy and maybe there was some foul play, not even by him, but from outside people. Um, But I think at the time of her death, she was looking rather frail. I don't think that she had a confirmed drug addiction, but if she had multiple drug intoxication in her, in the report, she obviously was taking multiple pills. So, right. Yeah. I just want to ask you this quickly. Have you seen the series, the staircase? I have not. No, I have not okay. seen it. Okay. Michael Peterson. Does that name ring a bell? Michael Peterson. Yes. Um, no, not really. Kathleen Peterson. Are you getting anything with that name? I mean, she looks passed away. Yes. Are you getting anything else? I mean, is are, are the fingers pointing at her husband about something? Because this seems like a is this like a, a cold case? In case people are wondering if this if this segment is choppy, I'm having like a coughing attack. Um, we just said Kathleen Peterson doesn't want us talking about her, and Jonathan <laughs> said he was getting creeped out. So. Um, I mean, I'm I'm getting I'm getting creeped <laughs> out, like not 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 about you coughing. I'm getting creeped out because it seems like um, this death is like close to home for her. So it means someone close to her had some type of involvement or knowledge. Mm-hmm. And that's creepy to me. I'm like, curious if you're seeing cause of death since you're not familiar with this case. Are you seeing cause of death? I'm assuming if the show's called Staircase. That's something to do with it. <laughs> I was trying to yeah. trick Smart you. Smart guy. You're clever. Yeah, I'm assuming she got pushed down five stairs or something. <laughs> like... <laughs> I was trying to trick you. Okay. Well, are you seeing any like point of impact? Or are you just now going to use your... Yeah, I don't want to even go towards that because then now it's like now, now you're I'm just like, like figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah, now like in my head I'm like falling down the stairs, you probably hit your head or your neck or something. You know, okay. like yeah, so I probably wouldn't go towards that, but I will say the one thing that I am picking up of which did creep me out is it's very close to home. So okay. when someone says it's very close mm-hmm. to home, either someone I'm I'm not pointing fingers, but it, it just means that someone either knows about it very intently and or was involved in it that's close to her so well her husband was accused oh well i guess that would and, make sense and convict and convicted but oh okay yeah i was just curious this was just basically a test i wanted to see <laughs> <laughs> i shouldn't have told you the name of the show that's like where i went wrong i should have just like <laughs> said to you like do you know how she died because oh. she did she did fall down a a, a staircase and her head got bludgeoned. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, Jonathan, 
it has been a pleasure. No, Jonathan, this was awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your talents with us. And uh, we talk to you soon. Thanks, Jonathan. Before we dive into the latest celebrity intel, let's talk about a different kind of drama, the kind that involves our furry co-stars, our pets. I wanted to share a message from our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, who is here to help with unexpected veterinary bills. What's that? Well, with Spot Pet Insurance, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You you would need that. Yeah. Saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic. <laughs> it sure is. And get this. Spot pet insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses, but also offers an optional preventative care benefit. It can help with the cost of routine wellness, vaccines, and more. Is it pricey? Probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill, and you know what that's like. It's not pretty. Just head over to spotpet.com for a free quote. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductibles, co-insurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence, American Insurance Company, or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. DraftKings Casino is bringing you only the best. Classics like blackjack, roulette, and slots. Plus exclusive games you won't find anywhere else. What's your favorite casino game, Ferris? Oh, you know it's roulette. (laughs) Same. Same. Roll it like roulette, baby. Put it all on red. (laughs) What numbers are you playing, Ferris? I'm playing 6 and 11 and uh, 16. I'm playing 4, my favorite number. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and use code DOYOU. New players get an instant deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. That's code D-E-U-X-U. Only on DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and other restrictions apply. One per new customer. Must opt in and make minimum $5 deposit within seven days, 168 hours of registering a new account. Max, match $100 in casino credits, which require one-time playthrough within seven days, 168 hours. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash new player offer 2024. Okay, well, that was a very interesting segment with Jonathan he's amazing he really is I like it because he seems like so innocent he's like mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah, like how no, he, and he's like, he really didn't know like John Bonet the first I was time gonna say, he like he's so it. he's so on honest about what he knows what he doesn't know he's not pretending to know anything exactly exactly 
Okay, let's go over a couple of celebrity topics of the week. Okay. Topic number one is Irina Shayk and Bradley Cooper. They were recently seen being very affectionate with um, with one another and their daughter while vacationing in Venice, Italy this past weekend. Right. And everyone started asking, what about Tom? What about Tom Brady? Um, so I reached out to someone who is familiar with the situation and this was their take. I, I do want to say this is just someone's take on the situation who is familiar with this, <laughs> familiar with um, Bradley and Arena's history. This person says the Bradley Irina relationship is super toxic and full of game playing. Anytime she seems to be moving on, he comes back around and she is permanently obsessed with the fact that she couldn't get him to commit. She'd say yes tomorrow if he proposed and never look back at Tom Brady. That being said, she's also not down to just be a casual side piece for Tom. So if this gets him to sit up and pay attention, so much the better. She's undoubtedly telling Tom that nothing is going on and that topless sunbathing is just the European way of going to the beach. But we all know if she thought she could really seal the deal with Bradley, she would do it in a heartbeat. Meanwhile, Bradley will only be around long enough to reassure himself that she's still obsessed with him. And then he'll move on to whoever his next dalliance is going to be. Like I said, a lot of games. So, I mean, this is like a tale as old as time. You know, you flirt Mm -hmm, with your mm -hmm. ex-boyfriend to get your current boyfriend jealous. Yeah, totally toxic. I mean, with the daughter involved, you know, I'm sure that kind of also keeps Bradley... I don't want to say like around, but, you know, it's the mother of his daughter. And I will like to say that they are a very active co-parenting pair. Yes. They are seen around New York City together with their daughter. They're seen Mm -hmm. at dance recitals together with their daughter. So they have a Mm -hmm. healthy relationship for their daughter, which you can't say anything bad about. Like, I love that. I give them props. Obviously... He's super involved in her, in her he life. Is. Like there's always stories about like how, you know, he's seen with the daughter doing this or that like one-on-one 100%. And you know, it, there's obviously some attraction still there between them. I don't think you go topless sunbathing with your ex. Do you know yeah, what I, I mean? mean? I'm sorry. It's not, let's, let's not blame it on Europe. <laughs> but, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. The next topic is Tish Cyrus's wedding to Dominic Purcell on August 19th. Uh, Noah was not in attendance. So this question came up a lot in the Q&A yesterday. People were asking, why wasn't she there? I had gone over this in a few podcast episodes that were from a couple months ago. So I thought I would just refresh everyone's memory about the initial message I read regarding why there's a rift in the Cyrus family. This is an old message. I'm just rereading it. It's from an old podcast episode. So instead of referring you guys back to that old episode, I'm just reading the message again because it's relevant because Noah wasn't at Tish's wedding. And this is probably why. Um, Noah allegedly had a relationship with Dominic Purcell before he moved on to being with her mom. Apparently, Noah acted like a bee towards her mother and Miley took Tish's side and told Noah she wasn't allowed on her Nashville properties. Noah isn't talking to anyone but her dad, and Tish is now privately engaged to Dominic. Okay, like I said, this was an old message. So this was during the time 
before they announced their engagement. Billy Ray was having an affair with Fire Rose for the past year. He wouldn't let any of his family in his house when they were visiting Miley's properties 15 minutes away. Brazen and Tish used to be close last year when he had his baby bear, but now he won't let Tish even near the baby. Trace is usually on Tish's side since he's not living on Miley's property. He doesn't owe Miley anything. So that's the reason I think Noah was absent from the wedding. I think it's because something went on between her and Dominic. That's right. as simple as that. Well, that makes perfect sense to me. I mean, the situation sounds very messy and it was probably best that she wasn't in attendance. Okay, next topic is the One Tree Hill blind item from last week. I'll just read it real quick. The subject line was Drama Shield, and the message read, This actress is known for her Christmas movies and her popular 2000s show, but is really irrelevant. She's not a nice person. She hates co-stars and acts like she adores them and tries to stay in the spotlight with her, quote, friends that are just as mean as her, but don't succeed as no one likes working with her. Okay, and just to clarify, that blind item was included in last Sunday's newsletter. So if it doesn't sound familiar to you, that's because you're not subscribed to the newsletter, but you can subscribe at demois.world. There are links all over my Instagram directing you on how to subscribe. So the author of the blind item has not confirmed who it is about, but people suspect it's about Bethany Joy Lentz. Um, I got a couple DMs, people saying it has to be her. Someone writes, the One Tree Hill blind item is definitely about Joy. Can confirm she is awful. I knew someone who worked for her when she came to town for conventions and she treated them terribly. I was also an extra on set twice. One time filming was delayed because she was busy watching a movie. The second time filming was delayed because she needed a size two skirt, but they had a size four skirt and pinned it and she threw a holy fit. I said that's so disappointing. This person says legit kept us until 1 to 2 a.m. because she wouldn't leave her trailer to film because she was in the middle of a movie. She also stopped production over the skirt issue too. I've seen toddlers throw tantrums like it. So this person's likening her to a toddler. Uh, I don't understand watching the movie. Like you have to film. You get the hell out, right? And you go to set. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not an actor or an actress. I would assume that that'd be so. I think it for sure. I would just echo that it's definitely Joy, Beth and Joy, because I even had somebody, you know, on community, a mega fan on community say it's definitely her because that's the line Nathan says to Haley. And I don't know if it's referring to the email or the subject line. Right. I agree. People have said the same yeah, thing so to me. Yeah. But a lot of people aren't going to know what we're talking about because they're not subscribed to the newsletter. So... They should subscribe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. They should. But the point is, um, I had a lot of people ask me about this. And yeah, that's the consensus. That is it about it is about her. Again, the author of this blind item has not confirmed, but the consensus is that it is about her. Okay. Next topic. Let's talk about Harry Jousey. And he was recently on Call Her Daddy, the Call Her Daddy podcast. Um, and in the new episode this week, he mentions his famous hookup, who's a, quote, boss bitch and crazy in bed. Right. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because I get asked about this a lot, like who he was referring to. And I gave hints. But unfortunately, I can't 
reveal who he was talking about. But I do want to say, because in the Q&A, somebody said that there's a TikTok going around that is about Miley Cyrus. It is not about Miley Cyrus. It is not about any actress. Okay. So let's just let's just leave it at that. I just wanted to sort of like clear Miley's name mm-hmm. from any TikTok from- speculation. Right. Okay. The TikTok investigators. Exactly. Okay. Topic five is pertaining to Chris Evans' upcoming wedding, whether it's still on or not. Okay. This is another topic that I've been receiving a lot of DMs about. I've been getting a lot of fake emails submitted. I think people are trying to convince me or trying to convince the world that him and Alba have broken up. I have not heard that him and Alba are broken up. I have heard, and I don't think I've ever discussed this or clearly have posted about it. I think I kind of like gave little hints. I have heard that, yes, they did have an engagement party. They are engaged. There was a party. I heard that allegedly some of his family did not attend because they don't approve of this pairing. I don't know if it's because of the age gap or... Maybe they feel like he rushed into it. I know he's been dating her for about a year. So that's it. That's all I have. Um, I I don't think I've ever like said it all in one sentence. So that's why I'm bringing it up. Because for some reason, there's been an influx of fake Chris Evans submissions. And there, Mm. there, there usually is like here and there, you know, fake Chris Evans submissions. But for some reason, there's been a lot the past couple of weeks. So I just wanted to go on record saying that I have not heard that the engagement or the wedding has been called off. Last, well, I hope not. No, last I heard is that there was an engagement party. Some of the family didn't attend. Some of the family doesn't approve, but everything was moving, moving forward. forward according to whatever plan they have. I don't know the plan. I did hear a potential date for the wedding, but of course, again, it was all rumors. I do think it's probably happening on the East Coast. That's all I could really say. I don't don't really know anything else. Okay. Our last topic today is about Britney Spears and the maintenance dude. Okay. So page six had reported that Britney Spears was in fact dating. They called him a housekeeper who is an ex-con. If you, again, I'm referring to this newsletter. I feel like I'm like really always plugging this newsletter. If you were, do you have a newsletter? (laughs) I'd love to I'd love to subscribe. Why, thank you. Um, <laughs> if you receive the newsletter on Sunday. Oh, also, I will say, if you don't feel like receiving the newsletter, you could be a subscriber. And I put the newsletter in these very pretty, nicely typed out with a background photo slide that I post to stories for subscribers so you You can either get the newsletter for free or you could subscribe for $2.99 a month and you get the weekly newsletter in um stories so sounds like a deal (laughs) 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 anyway uh on Sunday I had noticed after the page six headline came out about Britney and this maintenance guy that I received an anonymous email about this weeks ago that Britney was, in fact, dating her maintenance guy, and he was an ex-convict, and Sam was obviously very worried about her involvement with this person. Well, there are pictures of Britney and this maintenance guy, paparazzi pictures. Today's Tuesday. 
you know, the pictures were taken this weekend. They haven't been released. Um, They haven't been in any articles yet. I don't know if by Thursday a news outlet will run the pictures or not. But I will say that at first I was skeptical about this maintenance guy. Now I've seen him with my own eyes. And Mm -hmm. it just has me wondering, and we were talking about this before recording, is the press not picking up this story? Are they being easy on Brittany? Is that why? Because the pictures have been available for the past Mm -hmm. two days. And like I said, it's Tuesday. Maybe by Thursday they will be released. But don't wouldn't you think that would be a hot story? Yeah, of course. But I don't think news outlets are being giving her giving her an easier time or giving her a break at all. So you think think the pictures will be picked up? I do, but I think there's some other reason. And this is, again, this is just me just speculating another reason why, for for whatever reason, that they're not being picked up immediately. That we'll later find out. One of the sets of paparazzi pictures has her either leaving or arriving at a hotel with this guy. Because I received a tip that they were at this specific hotel. And then I saw the paparazzi pictures and I was like, holy shit, like... She's like mm. dating this guy. I don't know. You yeah, know what? This is odd. The only reason I'm talking about this is because, as we know, Brittany has a history of bringing people into her life that aren't good for her. And mm-hmm. I, I just wish she would like stop doing that and be more careful. Like, I'm just worried for her, basically. And yeah, I, I don't think I've is. ever said that. But I don't think I've ever said that publicly. But I just see this happening and it's reminding me of the time that she was involved with Sam Lofty and that whole Mm -hmm. period. And now she's bringing this guy into her life. I don't know. I just hope that someone can get through to her and for her to be more cautious about who she Mm -hmm. allows in her life. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the pictures now and the LA hotel pictures. It's just, I don't know. This is very bizarre. It's like giving me a lot of bizarre vibes. It's giving me Sam Lofty vibes. Yeah. Right. I agree with that. I agree with that. Like just like her holding her pit. Like, uh, I don't know. Right. Okay. Well, we'll see. It's, if, it's weird. We'll see if anyone runs the story. Um, I mean, I'm certainly not at liberty to post the pictures, nor would I. I just like, you know, I'm worried for her. I hope that she can, you know, like I said, just be more cautious about the people that she allows in her life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. This was just like a mini topic rundown because we did have Jonathan Mark at the top of the show. Um, So thank you everyone for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. This has been a production of Cadence 13, an Odyssey studio. New episodes of Do You will air every Thursday. See you next week.